Algar Productions. Welcome to the Post-Atomic Supernatural Podcast, with your hosts, Ron Algarwatt and Matt Robotham. Covering Season 1, Episode 17, Hell House, with Mallory Deval. Hi friends, we have a special treat for you this week. For, for all the years you have heard Matt uh, refer to his wife Mal mm-hmm. and, and talk about her being in the room when he watches things and, and weighing in on opinions, she's never actually been on this show. No, she's my Maris. Very excited. Yes, yes. <laughs> I get that reference, I think. <laughs> you could have said Vera. That that one I would have known. I am, more, I am more, I know more about Frasier than I do about Cheers. Oh, that's a shame. Anyway, welcome Mal. It's good to have you on. Hey guys, I I think I would prefer Maris because I like how she would like skitter yeah. across across the house. That's horrible, <laughs> like a spider. That's a horrible visual. But yeah, hi guys, it's my triumphant return to podcasting after. Yeah. Well, when did we start dating? You stopped instantly. <laughs> you stopped exactly one week after we started dating. Uh, yeah, it's been about eight years uh-huh. I think, since I've done a podcast. <laughs> yeah, years and years ago, Mal did a, a co-hosted a podcast called Chuck versus Mal. It was delightful. It was um, part of our complicated dating uh, <laughs> pre-dating ritual. I was, I was trying to explain, actually, uh, Devlin, who's been on the show a few times, uh-huh. you're visiting right now, and she asked, how, so how do you guys all know each other? Uh-huh. And I was explaining the web, and I, it kind of broke down when it came to, like, Mal and Caitlin, who, you know, knew each other before, sure. like, yes. becoming part of all this, but how did, like, how did the Chuck versus Mal contingent collide with the sarcastic like when did so how did we all meet <clears throat> so chuck um was on the bendis board so he ah, there we go. yeah yeah he <clears throat> knew of your podcast and he was a fan of your podcast yeah. and Gross. he and he was um he was a big driving force of like i want a guest on this podcast and we want <laughs> yeah. him and i was like whatever sure sounds fine yeah so then like we guessed it on each other's and that's how matt and i right. started yeah. talking um ah. so really it's ch- all chuck's fault mm-hmm. oh well good yeah. yeah you know thanks chuck yeah Oh, he doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> of course not. I mean, he might listen to this. He likes Mal. It's true. I was saying on Twitter this week, if you want, if, you, if you've been waiting for the Chuck versus Mal reunion special without Chuck, then... Uh... <laughs> Which is the only reunion special I will do. Uh-huh. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, boy. This sounds like there's some behind the scenes drama there. No, there's not. I just... Okay. No, it was all in front of the scenes drama, as I recall. <laughs> I just like being an asshole to Chuck. It's real fun. Of course. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's kind of well, the bit. That's, that's, a, that's a pretty standard... We used to be an entertainment duo, and now we've split apart. It's like I won't do it if he shows up. Like that's you, you got to do that. Oh God, what was that old movie? Um, with um, Old Face McGee, Joan Cusack. <laughs> Joan Cusack. Um, no, it was like Walter Matthau. Yeah, thank you. I wanted to say Landis, and I knew that was wrong. Grumpy old men. It, not grumpy old men, but it was like the Sunshine Boys or something. Grumpy old presidents. I think it was called like the Sunshine Boys or something where they were an old comedy duo and they were trying to get him back together. And it's like, I won't go if so-and-so. Anyway. Stan and Ollie? Sure. <laughs> they did They did uh, 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 an homage to that bit on uh, BoJack not too long ago. They had the two old vaudeville guys writing. Oh, God, that's jokes. right. Yeah. Like that's that's been referenced a lot. I haven't seen the movie, but but it's been in a mm-hmm. lot of things. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty much a trope at this point yeah. where it's right. like... Um, well, Terrence and Philip did it, too. They sure did. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, it was George Burns and Walter Matthau and the Sunshine Boys. Right. <laughs> yes. Ugh, George Burns. <laughs> hey, do not speak ill of God. Yeah, <laughs> And the devil. And the devil. Also the devil. Yes. So, I guess that's as good a segue as any to... <laughs> that's not bad, actually. 
we're uh, we're covering Supernatural. Yeah, the long running Supernatural. Fifteen seasons. Seriously, man, it's still it, on the air. It it it's such an old CW show. It used to be a WB show. Yeah, yeah. It cha- it yeah. It, it this show started during George W. Bush's first term. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God, it did too. To put that in historical context. Yeah. It would be impressive if The Simpsons didn't exist. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a live action hour long show, so mm-hmm. there might be like uh, certain milestones that it passed. Like, there's twice as much of it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. So maybe maybe they're giving the Simpsons for a run of their a run for their money. I'm not sure. It's got to be it's got to be fun watching you go from like ah these two college kids fighting monsters and stuff to like mm-hmm. oh I don't want to fight Dracula this week my back. <laughs> it just yeah. goes it goes full Lethal Weapon like I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I watched so Lethal I'm, Weapon. He is not too old for this shit. <laughs> Danny Glover in Lethal Weapon one is a baby. Yeah right. M- maybe by like four he was too old for that shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Mal, do you, are you, obviously you're a fan of the show. Are you still watching it? Are you, are you um, watching season fifteen? <laughs> no, I, I honestly like. I think I stopped watching like season four or five with the intent mm-hmm. to start watching again. Um, but at this point, it's it's pretty no, daunting. <laughs> I, I imagine, yeah, the the potential audience for this show is is hampered by the fact that once you fall behind, you are you are doomed. Yeah, no, and and like, but part of it too is I've been wanting because I knew it was Matt's like exact jam. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I'll wait. And if I want to rewatch it, I'll watch it with Matt mm-hmm. so that way he can get into it. But yeah. we have a bajillion shows to watch. And the thing so. is, yeah, like the curse of the 21st century. Yeah. Is we all have so much media to consume. And like, these are not short seasons either. It's no. not like getting into like Breaking Bad or whatever, where it's like, oh, oh 10 what, seasons. Like 24, 26. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like a full American season of television. That's a lot of content. Yeah, it is. But I imagine the basic premise must have sort of evolved over time. It can't just be two guys hunting monsters. There must be more to it now. Oh, well, I mean, I can I can get into it. Uh, <laughs> and we should. We should in a minute. Okay. Because I was like, I can tell you some of what I know happened up until I stopped watching. And I've heard some things of how crazy it has gotten. I know they're looking for their dead dad, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He's not dead yet in season one. I know they're looking for their alive dad, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Spoiler alert. <laughs> But yeah, oh boy! But yeah, I can get well, into how it's not just we, them fighting monsters. We absolutely should. Let's let's first uh, let's let's have Matt do his summary. All right, and then we'll get into all that. So this is the episode Hell House. Yes. All right. So we start supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> so we start supernatural with the rich tradition of X Files and Buffy's that have come before it. A bunch of horny teenagers pull up to the house from Evil Dead, looking to make out and get high. I don't know why teenagers insist on getting high in haunted houses. An abandoned playground worked great for me until the cop chased us away. Anyway, they're all telling each other the myth of Mordecai Murdoch and his six daughters, which sounds like the opening of a joke that ends with somebody's dick stuck in a milking machine. (laughs) Then they find the actual hung body of a teenage girl and call the police. That's when mystery-solving duo Dean and Hank Venture roll into town (laughs) in their trademark Venture mobile. They're here to stop monsters and avenge the death of their dead father who is still alive. (laughs) A quick interrogation of the local teenagers reveals one startling fact. Teenagers are stupid. With that mystery solved, the boys head over to the Evil Dead house to explore the root cellar. Only haunted houses have root cellars, a fact that you can take to the money bank. (laughs) Then they run into two other mystery-solving goons. These idiots are investigating ghosts to put on a newfangled invention called Website, which they are hoping will give them clicks, which they can then exchange for being internet famous. Also, they use Ghostbusters for evil, which I cannot abide. (laughs) 
<laughs> Meanwhile, some record store douche attempts to bring girls back to the murder house again, despite what everybody knows about the hang girl. This was also the premise for Evil Dead 2, so there is a precedent here. A game of truth or dare gets one of the girls into the basement where she where she is hung by a spectral entity. <laughs> the, the boys head back to town to do some more investigating, like it's the Call of Cthulhu campaign I run ba- ran back in Aunt 6. This mostly consists of interviewing the dude at the record store and reminding me that Langley punk band jo- Gob is a thing. Incidentally, this episode of Pause dedicated to my fellow Cloverdale peeps who had to hear the song I Hear You Calling every 15 minutes. Anyway... Record store dude, shaken by the death of the girl he was sweet on, tells the boys that the whole legend of Mordecai was just a prank that he and his cousin made up to get attention. And he's as shocked as anyone that the actual murders are happening. That's when Hank realizes that it isn't a ghost at all. It's obviously a tulpa, a spirit created by people's belief in it. Which basically means that whatever the people on the shitty website read, the ghost will do. They drop the paranormal investigator's... Excuse me. They drop by the paranormal investigators trailer to tell them that actually evil ghosts are really are really best defeated by getting shot at a whole lot <laughs> and then head to the house again to see if it's taken effect yet. The ghost is unresponsive to their conventional bullets, proving once again that guns are stupid and useless and so are gun owners. So then Dean burns the house down, reasoning that the spirit won't have anywhere to haunt if the house burnt down. O- OK, but what if the ghost comes back? Asks Hank. Eh, then we come back, says Dean. And then they leave town without a care in the world. <laughs> Now, all of this supposedly took place in, what is it, Richardson, Texas? Mm-hmm. Richardson, but, Texas. But one and, of you had the note that it is so clearly Vancouver. And definitely not Vancouver, Canada at all. Yes, because yeah. if I know anything about Texas is that it's gloomy and overcast mm-hmm. all the time. Uh-huh. And uh, I think one of the various uh, actors they cast as people from this town actually bothered to say, oh, right, Texas. I'm playing a Texan. I should do an accent. Uh, nope, nobody else got that note. Uh, y'all. <laughs> I reckon. No, they go into the record store and Mal goes, is that a Joe Bluth sticker? And I go, no, no, you've forgotten all about Gob. And she goes, no, I haven't. I don't know what that is. (laughs) He's like, you know, Gob. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I looked it up. It's like, oh, Langley-based punk band. Yeah, that's pretty much a shout out just to me. Uh Although... This this show might have been shot in Langley, so almost that, definitely. That's Very why you likely. got your gob poster. Uh huh. Oh yeah, no, Supernatural was definitely filmed in in Vancouver and around the area. Mm-hmm. Still is, as far as I know. Yeah, probably. I mean, the then WB now CW like don't most of their shows shoot up there somewhere? Yeah, every superhero show, <clears throat> every superhero show I watch is filmed there. Yeah, The Flash and. and- also, uh, I know Riverdale at least shot some stuff there because yep. Amanda every now and then will say, I, hey, I know that store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I know Supergirl was because when we met Kevin Smith, he was up there directing an episode. Yep. Well, that's cool. Yeah. And I know uh, your cousin was in. Uh, she was in an episode of The Flash. Yeah. She was an extra or did like some PA work or something. Yeah. yeah. So all that crap is very. I say this right. on Twitter sometimes, but it's like when I'm feeling homesick, I just watch like The Flash or, or Arrow. And it's like, oh, I used to work there. Good. Oh no! I was like, one time Matt and I were watching uh, the USA show Psych, uh, and they're like running behind some stuff. He's like, "Hey, that's my store!" (laughs) Yeah, they literally ran past the comic store I used to work at. Wow. Yeah, that was weird. It was very weird. That was a little weird. All right, so let's get into this, Mal. Why did you choose this? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I I've written an essay. Uh, Webster's Dictionary defines supernatural as of or relating to an order of existence beyond the visible, observable universe. 
Today I would like to. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry, it's <laughs> in my TED talk. I in my TED talk, uh, it's my favorite trope. Anytime mm-hmm. between that of Webster's Dictionary defines, mm-hmm. and uh, you may be wondering how I got here. Those are my two no. favorite tropes. Well, then you would love Riverdale because all of Jughead's uh, uh, voiceovers start with you know loyalty. Loyalty is defined as blo- oh my god, shut <laughs> up! Well, they really did nail uh, an insufferable teenager, huh? Yeah, he's 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 like a film school kid, but he's still in high school, and it's so perfect. Oh my god, <laughs> we really Sorry, should get back into now. Riverdale. Um, so I I chose Supernatural as the show for a couple reasons. Uh, one, I thought it would annoy Al. You were wrong. I know. <laughs> Two, I kept trying to get Matt into it more. Mm-hmm. Um, and three, I really really like it, and I think it should get more credit than it does. Um. So then once I decided what show I wanted to do, um, deciding which episode was a bit tougher, um, since as as we've talked about, I think it's 15 seasons long and it's like... Yeah, that's not an exaggeration. They are literally yeah. airing season, season 15 right now. Yeah. Yes. And so the problem with a show that's been on that long is that there's a lot of backstory. Um, and while the show is pretty mystery slash monster of the week, there's usually like an overarching story throughout the season, like sure. a big main mystery. Right? Yeah, yeah, the Buffy thing. Everybody's yeah, there's a big it. bad mm-hmm. yeah. or whatever. Um, I've only really watched through like season four or fives, but and I didn't want to bog down everyone with a long ass explanation of the, the story up until now. That's fair. Um, but then I remember the ghost hunters and how much I love these idiots. <laughs> um, they were they're recurring characters who show up at least once more. Um, and I think maybe a couple more times after that. Um, they're far more likable in their next appearances. Um, but I feel like they're a good foil for the brothers in this, letting them have a ridiculous versions of themselves to work off. Like, uh, I really enjoy some of the times where it's like an EMF meter and they're just like, oh, really? <laughs> like, I, I love, love that shit. There's that moment where they're like, you ever seen a ghost once? Once. <laughs> and you're talking to two guys who shot a ghost last week. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, and then the other great thing about this episode is it's it's very one off. Um, you don't really have to know the whole backstory of the demon that killed their mom or that their dad is off searching for said demon. You don't need to know that Sam's girlfriend tragically died the same way in the first episode. But look, there's a lot of fridging in this show and it gets better later, though. Right. And all you really need to know is that the guys are uh, driving around and trying to help out the best they can. So, yeah, supernatural. You're welcome. <clears throat> Yeah, I I expected I didn't expect to hate it. Mm-hmm. I expected to be either confused because of its long history, which yeah. you you did choose very well. I didn't need to know a single thing. Like they did they did a good job of it was what episode 10 or something like that. And something like, like that. Yeah. Yeah, they dropped us right in and like, "Oh, that is Sam, that is Dean. Is everyone named after Rat Pack guys?" I don't know. <laughs> but other than that, like that's all I needed. Good. Mm-hmm. Great. No, it's uh it's the very definition of a monster of the week show. Just mm-hmm. like yeah. Hey, we're in this new town. What kind of evil boogans do we have to fight? <laughs> and and I heard that it gets li- a little less serious, that it takes itself a little less seriously later. And I was like, okay, it's going to be a little too up its own ass. But it wasn't. It was still, it still had enough levity that it wasn't like trying really hard to be taken seriously, mm. which was good. Yeah, no, that's what I've, one of the things I've always liked about the show. I think it's that McG influence, really, you know? <laughs> well, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, McG, creator of Chuck and... The fourth Terminator movie? I think uh, he, I think didn't he, did, he also direct Charlie's Angels? Oh fuck, maybe. He I think he did a lot of music videos too. Yeah. Yes, he definitely did a lot of music well, videos. Well, his like name when, is Mick G, so <laughs> when music videos got ex- incre- like increasingly elaborate like million dollar budgets, like that's when that guy came in. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Like no, he had a helicopter in your rap video. He's the Michael Bay of music videos. <laughs> yes, I think he is. <laughs> um yeah, no, that but that's why I've always liked it. Like it's 
a lot of times you get these shows that that take themselves way too seriously. Sure. But yeah. you need that humor of like this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just like, Ugh, it's exhausting. Well, I heard that later, uh, uh, famous Tick creator Ben Edlund joins the writing staff, and I imagine it got a little funnier after that. And I, I kind of figured before he got there that it might be a little too stiff and serious. But now no, I no. now I got to check that out. I didn't know that. Yep. I have no idea who that is. Ben Edlund, he invented, he created the Tick. He's the writer on Venture Brothers. He's a writer on. Uh, oh shit. Uh, he did Angel for a while, I think. You know, he's, it sounds like he's probably the one who um, there, there's an episode where the brothers um, wake up in an alternate universe in which they are actors on a show about ghost hunting mm-hmm. um, or something like that. Like they wake up as their uh-huh. actor selves. And it's it's very meta and very funny. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. No, Ben Edlund was was if I if I understand correctly, Jackson Public's like mentor. Like, yes, you, you wouldn't have Jackson Public without Ben Edlund giving him a shot and kind of teaching him some stuff. And mm-hmm. like, like he's he's a he's a pretty important guy who's weirdly connected to a lot of things. Huh? Yeah, yeah, dude, it, the, dude, you're works. very familiar with his work. You just don't know it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know when he's not making the tick, which inevitably will get canceled. Yeah, this the third or fourth time now. Uh huh. <laughs> No, like it makes sense. Like, there's yeah. there's definitely some weird ones later. Like, I know on Tumblr for a long time was like, "Hey, here's a big long post of supernatural like screenshots and quotes that were actually in the show." And they're mm-hmm. like, "How is this not bloopers? I don't understand." Isn't there literally an episode where like a bunch of people who are fans of the brothers in real life in the show like put like a put like a supernatural con on or something? God, I think so. That sounds right. There's mm-hmm. an episode where Dean is a gym teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what to do with that. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that one. I've just seen pictures of it. I'm just like, God, I need to get back into Supernatural. <laughs> it took me 15, 20 minutes looking at the two. of First of all, they're both very good looking dudes. Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. Second, one of them looked so familiar. Like, who, who is? Oh, that's Rory Gilmore's shitty ex-boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, who was also named Dean. So it was yeah. very confusing to me when I started watching when, because he doesn't play Dean. Mm-hmm. He plays Sam. And I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck, which one's Dean? <laughs> and I always yep. would get confused. I'm Dean. I'm Dean. <laughs> Ugh. But yeah. yeah. God damn. Oh, Jared Padalecki. Mm-hmm. He was also mm-hmm. in a Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen movie. Wow. Uh, see, that I wouldn't know him from. <laughs> that's that. That's our next podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, see, I figured I could I could nudge Mal into uh, just uh, talking about Gilmore Girls for the next 45 minutes Look, and just leaving you out. I am happy to do so because you know what? Dean was a shitty boyfriend. Yeah, he was. But so was Jess. Yeah, Jess was a shitty boyfriend at the time. But I think that's who she should have ended up with later when he like got his shit together. I'm going mean, to go make was... a sandwich. Because <laughs> Logan is also shitty. Oh, yeah. No. Look, they're all shitty. <laughs> but you know what? Rory's kind of shitty. So that was yeah, the that... number one thing I picked up when we watched two episodes of the Gilmore Girls and you tried to get <laughs> me into it. The family does not know how to date. No, no. Yeah. All right. So you had mentioned that you liked the the, the ghost hunter dudes. Uh, I do. This is my bad thing. And it's it's kind of a qualified bad thing because I kind of <laughs> liked them, too. I didn't hate what they were supposed to be. They were very effective as posers who were like trying to be grown up the grown-up version of of what the real guys were, and that mm. was kind of cool. But they wrote some real f- terrible TV nerd stuff yeah. for yeah. them. They, they had action figures in mint in package. They ask, what would Buffy do? One of them says, sweet Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like, uh, And then one of them is literally named Spangler. Come on, man. No, no, it, um, Mal was telling me those are like fake names, because the other guy said his name was Zedmore. 
I, th- I think it was them as their like personas, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah. I just like, I like the idea for the characters and I like them being foils and I like the main guys like distracting the cops by chasing mm-hmm. them so they could slip into the house. Like mm-hmm. there was a lot of, a lot of good, well, good. These guys can be decoys so we can really do our job. Yeah. And I liked all that. It's just that the, the actual dialogue they gave them was a little like, come on, you, this show's clearly written by nerds. Yeah. You can do better than this. It, it, yeah, it I felt agree. like, it felt like a port, like a bad version of like the lone gunman. Yeah. Just like, yeah, I could see that or just, the, or the nerds and Buffy. Yeah, actually. exactly. But just like not as clever. Yeah. No, and I absolutely agree. I just later these these idiots show back up again. Uh-huh. Um, but this time they're actually filming a show, oh. like a ghost mm-hmm. hunting show, and so they're just like the whole episode is from the perspective of what they're filming. Yeah, that's very good. That'd and it's real, very funny. That'd be a it's real a, good uh, way to stick it to like ghost adventures. And it, stuff it, once those oh, shows yeah. became more prevalent, yeah, that's mm-hmm. then they're like, oh, let's bring these guys back, mm-hmm. and they're much more likable. So it's yeah. always fun for me to see them again. I'm like, oh, these idiots. <laughs> I don't even want them to be likable. I think the idea of, you know, shitty people who've never seen a ghost in their lives yep. claiming to be what these guys actually are is yeah. very funny. Yes, the, it's very good. The one dude whipping out the EMP detector on his, uh, on his cell phone, uh, on the EMF detector on his, mm-hmm. uh, on his cell phone. On his really, flip phone, because it's 2004. <laughs> really made me laugh, because I also had one of those for a while. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, the flip Just phone buy it from general. the app store, you know, this high-tech ability to find ghosts. You uh-huh. know. This thing that detects electronic, you know, magnetic fields mm-hmm. on my phone, which emits electronic magnetic fields. I'm going to catch some ghosts. Yeah. Mal, looking over your notes, that was one of my favorite ones where you said, fuck yeah, flip phone, get them <laughs> megapixels. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> that's, a, that's a delightful relic of any show made between about 2002 and like 2008. Like it's a very small window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't even a razor. It was just a full on flip phone. Yep. Yeah. Like my dad has that phone now. <laughs> like a burner. Like there's a dumpster yes. full of them in the wire. Mm-hmm. It's just like the cheapest, shittiest phones. <laughs> it's it's very, very true. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, all the, like I say, all the shows from back then, like in The Sopranos, you can like, because that show took so long to get made. Each season, they had like more advanced phones. And when it ended, they had iPhones. It was really oh, funny. God. I was, uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out how my Blackberry works now. Yep. Like, I think it would be interesting to look at an episode from like this season and mm-hmm. see what kind of. Like, I assume mm-hmm. they have tablets and fucking <laughs> iPhones. I'm <laughs> just like, here, this, like, here's a flip phone and a cassette player. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? Well, Dean, according to my uh, iPhone, what are we up to? 10? Yeah. But it, I, the thing is, I, this, this is actually, I didn't mean to do both of these yet, but this is kind of part of my good thing, mm. is when I, when I realized the internet was involved, I'm like, oh boy. Mm-hmm. 2004 oh, yeah. TV people trying to talk about the internet. This is going to be stupid. But <laughs> the idea... Because they didn't talk about the technology. What they talked about was the internet is a community of people. Yeah. And this community of people has been made to believe a thing and belief fuels this thing. Mm-hmm. And like, that's a good use of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. That's one of the things I also like about the show in general is that it there are definitely episodes where it's kind of formulaic and things oh, like of that. Course. But there's also ones like this where it's like, oh, that's yeah. really interesting. Like, um. There's one episode where they they think a house is haunted by, like, these two kid ghosts, right? And so they do, like, the whole stuff that ghosts are supposed to be afraid of, like salt. Sure. Like a salt barrier. And it comes over and it turns out these two kids have just been living in the walls. This was before Mm -hmm. it was, like... Every third third movie movie. was about something living in the walls. Like, I was watching I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) At the time, I was so, like, 
Like some of these twists are very clever. Yeah, no, that's my main thing. Having to watch all the shows we've been watching is getting bored. Mm-hmm. Is like I I know where this is going. I know, mm-hmm. and the, the show two or like this episode two or three times is like, oh, that's not where I expected at all. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I also thought they did it in a way that was very almost subtle because it's like if you aren't looking for it, you don't realize that the legend changes, right? Like right. No, and they mentioned it being sort of a game of telephone where Mm -hmm. now what exists is people's weird filtered understanding of it, not the original thing. Yeah. And it's which I like. Yeah, I like that a lot. Which even the original thing was just a story they made up. Like it's it's a Terry Pratchett thing. Like in in all of the Discworld books, the whole thing is belief. Things in that magic world become real because people believe them. Mm -hmm. So like it's a it's a concept I already understand. I'm not obviously a big fantasy or horror guy, but I get that. And so that was good, too. Like, mm, yeah. I recognize this concept. Yeah, no, and I definitely like the way they treated the internet, not as um, when Willow dated the internet in Buffalo. Uh, yeah, or yeah. there's like, no ghosts on the internet or haunted cell phones or some bullshit. My first thought as soon as that started was, oh, God, spooky links. <laughs> <laughs> spooky links. Uh-huh. He literally goes, he's like, I found it on a website, and he looks, and Sam looks embarrassed by it, and Matt's like, spookylinks.com. I was like, I think it's worse. You guys remember spooky links? <laughs> but this, this felt kind of ahead of its time because these guys are kind of YouTuber blogger types. Yep. Yeah. And in 2004, that was, I mean, it was obviously starting to become a thing, but it wasn't as huge as it is now. So it's, like, yeah. You know, and job. even, even when they showed the website, like it didn't look like a GeoCities website. Yeah. Like it looked, yeah. it looked dated, but it didn't look uh, hilarious. It absolutely looked like a website from 2006. Oh, for sure. But yeah. I, like, I, it felt like they hired somebody to maybe yeah. make it. What's up yeah. guys. Today we're investigating the hell house in whatever Texas. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe, and ring that bell. Smash that bell. Yeah, I mean that's like they, they basically invented that mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so good, good job there. Yeah. Uh, Matt, what was your good thing? Uh, what was my good man? Thing? Scroll there. Sorry, oh, Matt doesn't know how to use my computer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm kind of shocked that I ever watched this show until Mal showed it to me. Like, considering I think we're all shocked by that. <laughs> yeah. Considering it is absolutely 100% my shit, and this is three seasons before actual John Constantine shows up on the show. Mm-hmm. But, like, two dudes investigating and murdering various random ghosts is so much fun for me. Um, anyway, specifically, I really liked exactly half of the ghost effects in this episode. When the dude is in his weird spirit form, and you can mostly only tell him as being, like, a weird smear on the wall with, like, two actually pretty creepy looking glowing red eyes. Love it. Great effect, even for the time. Love it so much. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, my bad thing is that uh, when the ghost is in solid form, specifically an ugly old man with an axe, uh, he looks way less intimidating and more like the farmer in the dell, stomping his feet, clapping his hands, and turning around to view the land. <laughs> oh, those are some lyrics I haven't thought about in like 40 years. <laughs> Like, it's, I really enjoyed the episode, and then it ends with basically Farmer John chasing these guys around with an axe. Mm -hmm. I got a bit of a Scooby-Doo vibe from all of that. Oh, definitely. Yeah, very Scooby-Doo. There was one really cool ghost effect that I liked when the the girl with the glasses was in the basement, and she Mm. walks past the mirror, and then you see him briefly. Oh, yeah, that was good. With the rope. Yeah. Like, I had to rewind it to show Matt. It was, like, so subtle and, like, spooky. I was overall impressed by how good it looked. Like, mm-hmm. it was, if it wasn't HD, it was still shot to look, you know, like, with that in mind. Oh, it's definitely a good-looking like, show. I was gonna say, from your notes, though, Al, it sounded like you couldn't see most of the show. Well, I hate when things get dark and I can't tell what's happening. Mm-hmm. I hate that in everything, and there was some of that. But well, it's when, a very lazy horror trope. 
But like when there's a there's when the cops show up at the house, there's mm. this big it's like a crane shot or maybe even a helicopter shot. And you see like all the emergency response people and all the sort of looky loos. And like mm-hmm. it's a, it, it looks like a shot from a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was surprisingly impressive for just they could have just phoned it in and shot it, you know, on a tripod with three people visible. But they, they really made it look nice. It was it was good. Yeah. And I think um, which especially for being a first like a first season episode. Yeah. Um, yep. when they didn't, I don't know. It's like I said, it's been a long time since I've, I've really looked into it, but I don't know if they knew how successful the show was going to be. I don't think anyone expects their show to last 15 seasons. That's nope. fair. And it's, I think it's consistently between, um, from what I remember at the time, especially between Supernatural and Gilmore Girls, they were like on the same night mm-hmm. because oh, those yeah. like their two popular shows it kept that network going. <laughs> wow. Like, and now they've built an empire on every DC superhero and and shirtless Archie. Yep. Yeah. Basically, look, they they went with shirtless dudes um early on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they banked on it. I'm honestly, they're doing their big Crisis on Infinite Earth crossover, and I'm honestly shocked that it won't involve Archie and the Supernatural Boys showing up. <laughs> yeah. No, I I don't watch any of those shows, but honestly, all that Crisis stuff looks all the stunt casting in that might might get me to watch that. I mean, they had me with fucking Burt Ward showing up, and then they just kept going. Yep. Like, every person who's played Superman in the last 20 years. Yeah! If they get Nick Cage as a Superman, I'm, a, I'm there. Oh, oh god. my god, that would be so good. You know he'd do it, too. Oh, oh I'm sure he, he still has that costume. Yep. The actual Probably. Warner Brothers are getting, like, a call from him. Can I be on your crossover? <laughs> well, he did the voice of a, of, of a Superman and something. No, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. No, he did a Superman too. So it was oh, in that it? Teen Titans, uh, that yeah. Teen Titans oh, Go movie. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, sorry to sorry to correct you there when I don't know what the fuck I'm talking no, about. No, so Matt and I um we just we went on go- a Nick Cage dive the other day. Yeah, we went on a yeah. deep dive on Wikipedia because I was like, you know, Nick Cage is very weird. Mm-hmm. And I we literally I was reading through he dude has had a movie come out every year since 1988. Yeah. No, it, he stays busy, and it's and it's not always high profile stuff. He's no. willing to get dirty doing some uh-huh. dumb little thing. He doesn't care. Yeah, and sometimes there's it was up to like five movies a year. Mm-hmm. I was like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? <laughs> and then there are some crazy character names in there, and then that's how we found out about yeah. the Superman. Got to uh, got to pay for those oh. Superman comics somehow. Yeah, I was like, oh, he would have liked that. Mm-hmm. He, like he was in a documentary about Elvis, and we I talked about how creepy it was that he married Lisa Marie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, still gross. Isn't that? <laughs> yeah, it's a little creepy. Yeah. Just a smidge. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, it is no surprise. Like when you hear somebody sweet is creepy, you're like, oh, like like Jeff Goldblum said something regrettable this week. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. But but when you hear Nick Cage is creepy, he's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, it's, yeah. it checks That's out. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I know about Nick Cage. Oh, the thing was, oh, I don't know if I told you this a couple weeks ago. Mm. Uh, Nick Cage was in town like he was in Portland. What? Like it was on Reddit. He was at some the fossil store near my old work. Of course he was. The, the fossil store. <laughs> the yeah. fossil store. He like drove in on his motorcycle and went to the fossil store. He had like this huge beard. Yeah, I'm mean, visiting Portland. I need to buy some fossils. <laughs> and it's like, that's not Nick Cage. But then you look at his eyes. You're like, nope, Nick Cage. Uh-huh. It was really freaking weird. That's bizarre. <laughs> his motorcycle. Did he keep the motorcycle from Ghost Rider? He probably. Right. I yeah, hope so. You don't have to pay me. I just want the motorcycle. Yeah. Motorcycle, doesn't, built doesn't, motorcycle doesn't run, Nick. Oh, you I'll get it to run. You leave that to me. Yeah. <laughs> we got the bag of shark or something. Best <laughs> <laughs> line from anything ever. Oh god, that fucking movie. Uh-huh. Uh Mal, what was your good thing about this? Um, so my good thing was um I've always really liked the dynamic between Sam and Dean. Um mm-hmm. just Jensen Ackles and Jared Pedelecki in general have always, even from episode one, have had a really good chemistry. 
um, which sounds creepy. And I don't no. mean it in like a romantic way. I mean, like as brothers, as like interacting with each other. They, they definitely felt like brothers in yeah. this episode. Yeah. And, and it definitely felt like we weren't dropping in early season one. It felt like exactly these two had, had established this rapport for quite some time. Yeah. Like they, they, they fell into this real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like even, even it's a late see it's a late episode one or excuse me, season one episode, but it's mm-hmm. like, I, I really think the driving force behind the show is Sam and Dean and their relationship right. yeah. and th- how these actors portray them. And, you know, a lot of people dismiss WB shows and CW shows, but there's there's later on, especially there's some real good acting mm. from these guys, um, you know, and you really well, feel like they're brothers. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, they're they're not difficult to look at either. I mean, I don't nope. want to get no. too superficial, but, uh, you know, literally that was some <laughs> floppy hair worthy of Harry Kim. Oh, and one of them walks out of the shower in a uh-huh. towel. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, here's my abs, everyone. Thank you. No reason for this. No. Nope. Uh-huh. I mean, ugh. okay, well, this will lead into my bad thing, but okay. fucking, you know, Dean had to put the itching powder in Sam's pants or whatever. The itching powder. Like, y- you guys have heard the, the Paul F. Tompkins bit about the uh, uh, the peanut brittle. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like that. Like, you know when this was funny? 1850. <laughs> Itching powder, the most common thing in the world. Before yeah. people had invented humor. Yeah, it's exactly. From, it's from the same novelty shop that sells, like, those eyeglasses that have the springs where the eyes pop out. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> whoopee cushions. And, like, nobody falls for this I shit. Was legit, I was legit waiting for, like, Sam to hand Dean a pair of, like, those <laughs> Ghostbuster goggles. And when he takes them down, he's got the black circles on his eyes. Uh, I thought that's yep. what was going to happen with the beer. Mm. Like, there's going to be, like, a ring around his mouth. Oh, not yeah. the super glue. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, for me, the prank stuff... Um, really felt like filler and unnecessary. It felt very forced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and I agree with that. Um, I was trying to remember what the episode before this one was because sometimes, like, if they have a really, like, dark episode, the one before, they'll try to lighten it up the next uh, one. Yeah, of course. Which makes sense, but it, there was a... I think they were still trying to figure out the Sam and Dean dynamic mm-hmm. and try to, like, show, hey, they're brothers and here's, like, a history or whatever. But it was all too try-hard, really. Yeah, like, and it felt, it felt like oh, we've got an episode where teenagers literally get hanged. We need yeah. we need a light part. We need a B story that lightens that up a bit. I yeah. don't know. What about a prank war? That one... Maybe think of something else? Yeah. yeah. Like, no, that one felt like like someone had written it down on the whiteboard. Just like, fit this in at some point. It'll be a good way of showing that they're brothers who do brother stuff. Yeah, it, it definitely... I think the idea was like, I, we want to show that there's a history between these two without doing mm-hmm. flashbacks. Yeah. How do we do that? Yeah. It comes, it comes from a good place. And I even yeah. think you could do prank war like, okay. Mm. But the types of pranks they were doing were seriously like putting a banana in the tailpipe. You know? Yeah, like, they were the... <laughs> They were the worst. I think my note when uh, they did the when Sam turned the music all the way up mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh, fuck, what did I say? That's, I was like, sick prank, Sam. Turn that music way up. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not. It's, yeah, not so much a, a prank as it is an inconvenience. Yeah. Like now, once or twice uh, when they were doing this, the jump scare of the prank made you think it was the ghost and that was OK. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was not a bad trick. But other than that, yeah, it was really dumb. Well, even then, like, if they had done that the whole time, I think that would have been better. Mm-hmm. Instead of just yeah. like, oh, I'm going to put itching powder in his pants and I'm going to. Well, it's, it's almost like a crying wolf thing because the audience, like, it, you let your defenses down. It's like, OK, they're doing another dumb prank. Oh, shit, it's the ghost this yeah. time. I was mm-hmm. not waiting. I was not looking for that. Yeah, yeah. Because and because the pranks weren't a lot of them weren't jump scare kind of pranks. Yeah. So, yeah, it could have been done more elegantly for sure. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like insufferable. Like 
Matt and I have seen a lot of shows that try to be funny and fail spectacularly, and it wasn't painful sure do. to watch. Yeah, like, no. Th- there's shows that try to be funny, and it's like, oh boy, just stick to what you know, kid. Yeah. Like, but this was not like that. Yeah, exactly. It was like, ah, they, they threw something on the wall. It didn't really stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah, happens, especially happens. in season one. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I also feel like the name Mordecai feels like a real first draft evil name, but. See, I like that because it's it's such a guy invented it because to be a fake ghost name. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I didn't think of it like that. You're Mordecai right. Murdoch, like, yeah, that's the ghost that haunts the old house on the edge of town. Why wouldn't it be like, uh-huh. Sa- like Dave Thomas isn't going to own that house? Yeah, Dave Thomas, Dave Thomas founder the of, Wendy. of Wendy's. Yes, how dare you? How dare you besmirch the name of Dave Thomas? <laughs> well, there's there's also the other Dave Thomas from SCTV. Mm-hmm. Do you mean that one? They're the same Dave Thomas. No, they're not. They're yeah. not. That's why Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's, always introduced himself as Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's. And Dave <laughs> Thomas uh, of SCTV always introduced himself as Dave Thomas, founder of nothing. <laughs> no, wouldn't he be founder of one of those brothers? The, yeah, the McKenzie yeah. brothers. Is that it? The, yeah. Which yeah. McKenzie is he? Bob, yeah, Bob and Doug McKenzie. Yeah. Right. But he can't He can't put the costume on and be a sad old man because uh, Rick Moranis is retired. Yep. So we've at least been spared that. That is true. Rick, you gotta come back. I need the money. No, I'm not coming back. Oh. (laughs) We can always do a Grace Under Fire reunion. (laughs) Wow. He was in a good episode of Space Ghost. Yeah, Yeah, he was. I was gonna say, wow, a Grace Under Fire reference. (laughs) I'm good at weird pulls, man. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, I think we all have our, our, you know, our soft spots for dumb shows. Like Like Grace Under Fire. We did watch Crime Traveler last week. We sure did. God. (laughs) I just love hearing the names of some of the shows you guys have been watching. (laughs) Crime Traveler is a real special one. Yeah. That definitely wins best title. Uh Uh-huh. Although Cop Rock, you know, close second. Uh, Well, Cop Rock tells you exactly what the show is. It does? Mm Mm-hmm. Um... I will also say that one of the things I like about the show, too, is that it it hits me right in the fashion feels. Oh, God. Like... Mm -hmm. Uh, the first season especially there's not a lot of girls in the show no i noticed that <laughs> or any yeah yeah or any like later there there are there's reoccurring female characters which is good felicia, mm-hmm. felicia day shows up on the show yeah. a whole bunch i think yeah felicia day shows up a bunch there's there's a demon uh later who's in at least two or three seasons mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. bella shows up in season three i mm-hmm. think i think that's her name <laughs> from twilight <laughs> yes <laughs> no so this is um a, a british woman Ah. I mean, I can I can get into what happens in season two or three mm. about um, when Dean sells his soul to the devil to save Sam, and then he gets dragged to hell by hellhounds. Dean, what did you think was going to happen, Dean? And then again, spoilers. <laughs> what did you do, Dean? <laughs> spoilers. That's when Castiel shows up. You know, your John Constantine buddy. Oh yeah. He, he pulls Dean from hell. Uh huh. Back to mm. to the mortal plane. Is that uh, is that that guy that actor that uh, I cannot think of who's in literally everything? Misha Collins? Mm, no. Okay, I'm thinking of somebody else. There's another guy who's in, like, everything that's in this show, and I don't know enough, and oh. let's just talk about something else. No, <laughs> I think you're talking about the guy who is also on Leverage, who plays... Um, Could be. One of the demons. Because mm. he played... this. The guy I'm thinking of played a John Constantine-type character in uh, Doom Patrol recently. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna see if it's he the same also, guy. He was also in Battlestar Galactica. He was like... I, but I don't... I can't describe him enough to... Is he kind of short, kind of bald? Yes. Yeah. So that guy, he played Sterling in um, fucking Leverage as well. Okay. Um, and he and was on. He's in this show. Yes, he's in the show later point. on with okay. um, 
Um, Mark Shepard. Mark Shepard is his name. Right. And he's, yeah, he's definitely in later on. I can't remember who he plays. He play, he doesn't play Lucifer, but he plays like a big one. Mm, okay. Um, Crowley. Well, he I, plays Crowley. Ah. I was I was confusing the Constantine type character in Doom Patrol with this show and mm-hmm. thinking, oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. I know. But no, this is a different thing. Okay. No, the, the Constantine type character in this show uh, is an angel mm-hmm. named, okay. named Castiel. Now, He's I found, very attractive as well. Now, I found out years after he premiered that like they literally like they were literally the the showrunners are literally just fans of the character John Constantine and wanted to put him on the show. Yeah, I mean yeah. if they if they waited it out a little, like the CW mm-hmm. has that character now. So. Yep. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. Shit. Shit gets real crazy, and that's just season three. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's it's a it's a it's a premise that allows for crazy. True. And they've had fifteen years to do it. Yep. Yeah. No. Like, there's there's a lot of stuff about like Sam being the the one who's supposed to be like start the apocalypse. And, oh, fun. Um. There's well, that seems very Buffy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then there's um. I think my description in my notes of the recap was uh recap demon bleeds into a baby's mouth demon kills mom brothers hunt monsters mm-hmm. <laughs> it's basically all you pretty run of the mill yeah you know yeah. what else it, it does feel like the the vibe that i got when it first started i was faintly aware of it was like well they they fucked up like angel got canceled because of a series of really stupid mistakes yep mm-hmm. and it feels like uh we'll just put something on that's a bit like angel so so those people will have something mm-hmm. and then it gradually gained its own identity but it feels like the the impression i got was that it was a bit of an angel knockoff in the beginning is that wrong you know i i don't really know i've the only angel i've ever really seen was most of season five of all things because that's when spike shows back up yeah yeah um that's that's good you know like it's it's always been very sorry i just went completely blank like (laughs) like episode one is basically dean shows up in sam's apartment because their dad hasn't checked in in a while and right. Sam is in college. He just got into Stanford Law. Like he's out of the business. He's he's out of the family business. He, right. He's not hunting One monsters anymore. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. He's going to law school. He's going to be a real person. Um, right. And, going legit. There's yeah. no money in monster hunting. There's no theme. money. There there isn't. They <laughs> they steal credit cards constantly. That's all they do is identity fraud. <laughs> um, and he's like, no, dad's been hunting like and hasn't been home. So they go mm-hmm. looking for their dad or whatever, and mm-hmm. then um. He comes back and he, then his girlfriend gets fridged. Ah. So and that that's why he starts going with Dean. Of course, to try that's to find a that's dad. a that's a motivation. Well, yeah. that is what women are for is to start uh, men's adventures. Yep. I mean, literally, it's why the dad started hunting monsters is because their mom their, got killed mom, by a demon. Of course, rich okay. tradition of dead women. Yep. Yeah. It gets better later. Like mm. they they start to fix some of these tropes and mistakes. Sure. I mean, but... in. in... In this episode, they call out some of the misogyny of this local legend. It's like, yeah. oh, these guys these guys are at least aware of what the misogyny word? is. That's, yeah. a, that's a good sign. Hopefully that'll get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I saw in your notes, Al, that you mentioned something about Dean being a bro. And yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a bit of a bro-y vibe there that I, I didn't love. But. He's he's definitely a bro, but he, he tempers it with later on, like, his whole life has been about protecting his younger brother. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And protecting Sam, and yeah. that comes through a lot. Like mm. he he has a, he has a soft side, heart of gold, right? <laughs> right. But a total and bro. Li- and he likes itching powder. Yes. Two things we know about it. Um, huh? um, he likes itching powder. He likes his car. Yeah, he's got a truck he likes to work he's on. Got a, he's got a beautiful car he likes to fix up. Oh God, I'm not even yeah. a car guy. In Jesus Christ, yeah, that yeah, muscle I'm car sh- is. The best. I'm sure people ship like him in that car. Uh huh. Yep, and uh, he likes classic rock. Well, that's his, of course. his jam. 
I was I was surprised and impressed that they used a real song. Mm-hmm. Like that costs money when you when you do your DVD release and such. You have to oh, play yeah. those songs again, and that's always a pay- like shows try not to do that. So. Yeah. yeah. No, why they... Daria is full of incidental music on the on the DVD. That's yeah, and that's yeah. why like MTV's The State didn't hit DVD for years because they used all kinds of like music that they had to re-record the audio for without the music. Yeah, yeah, no, they've um they've used old classic rock songs for a long time. I think part of it is it introduces it to a new younger generation, mm. probably. So those old... and I bet they're I bet their songs owned by Warner Brothers who would then profit from selling the that music. Sure. Yeah, like. They're like, oh, this Led Zeppelin song is cool. And all of a sudden they get, you know. And then they put out like the Supernatural soundtrack, soundtrack and volume mm-hmm. four or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I started yep. a Pandora station based on the car. So <laughs> I went from there. I've I've definitely heard of much dumber uh, seeds for a Pandora mm. station. So. <laughs> Uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention there, there's a point where the teens, one, one of the various groups of teens. The local uh, teens. Yes, in in the house, mention that pot we smoked. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which is the, the most hunters. natural turn of phrase from someone who smokes weed, of mm-hmm. course. Yep. It gave him the giggles, Al. Yep. Oh, boy. It must be that pot. We- yeah. No one has ever said that in the history of marijuana. Not even, not even in the squarest movie in the world, Reefer Madness, did someone say that pot we smoked. That pot we smoked was... Hello. Not even those two <laughs> nerd idiots. Mm. Nope. No. Yeah, you're right. It was. Was it hella tight, Matt? It was hella tight. It was okay. lit, fam. No, <laughs> not in 2006. <laughs> yeah, no one we was didn't lit have yet. Sluggo to usher in the era. Of lit. <laughs> we did have Sluggo. He just wasn't lit yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was a Christian icon, as I recall. <laughs> Sluggo died for your sins, Matt. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, but religious sluggo died to be lit, which is even better. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Olivia James, for, for rescuing yep. sluggo. Oh, Olivia James is the best. Mm-hmm. Yes, she is. Absolutely. I try to explain uh, so, it to normal people about why it's so funny. No, Nancy's good now. Yeah, what? no. You don't get yeah. it? She's pissing off boomers. It's wonderful. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. She, she puts Aunt Fritzy in lots of sweaters where you can't, like, She's not drawn as cheesecake anymore on purpose. She's just a bunch of baggy sweaters now. Yep. What do you think of that? Yeah. Love that. Suck on it, old man. <laughs> yep. This is not a horny cartoon. It is for children. Why can't I go to the comics page and get an eyeful of titties every morning anymore? Because uh-huh. it's about a little girl, you jackass. I'm just going to have to jerk off to Mary Worth. <laughs> and she's my age. That's not what I want. Well, there's always Blondie. Uh-huh. That is true. I assume. I have no idea. Uh, what else? Uh, what else? Where are my notes? These are Mal's notes. See, these are Mal's notes. I can't read Mal's notes. That's wrong. Which I literally just said, I love these idiots a million times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's fair. There are lots of Star Trek episodes where that's Matt's notes. Yep. I did like Matt's, uh, this is the busiest haunted house ever. (laughs) It really is, man. Like, all they're missing is like a fucking turnstile out front. (laughs) I just, like, I never get the groups of teenagers who go and, like, hang out in, like, the old haunted house or whatever. There are so many better parking lots that you could be hanging out in. I don't know. I grew up in a shitty town where there was nothing. If there was an allegedly haunted house, I'd be there all the time. Because there's no such thing as ghosts. (laughs) Which is fine until the ghost that doesn't exist strangles you to death. Uh, You know... That's a hill I'm willing to die on. Yeah, that's fine. If I get to hang out in, like, a cool place in our town that everyone else stays away from on purpose. Anything anything to get out of Maryland. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
home of the Blair Witch. <gasps> it sure those, is. Those kids were lucky. Mm-hmm. They threw that map in the fucking river. Uh-huh. That's all I know about that movie. I've never seen it. Uh-huh. It's too late now. Like it was, it was great at the time, but I think I think it's too late now. Yeah, I avoided it mostly because I thought it would make me motion sick. It will. Mm, yeah, a lot of handheld camera. Yeah. yeah, only handheld camera. It it actually got to me. Like it actually creeped me out a little because there's a lot of very specific to being lost in the Maryland woods. And when I was a kid, I played in the woods a lot, and I'd get lost sometimes, oh, and then geez. it would get dark, and it was a little scary. And mm. it was that exact vibe. It's like, oh, this is cool. I don't know if this is scary to anyone else, but to my specific experience. Very scary. I mean, it appeals to my I hate the woods. But yeah, uh, you do hate the woods. Not because, you know, it's large and I could get lost, mostly because there's owls out here and Really? It's because of the owls? owls? I would not have guessed that. And deer. Not bears. Owls Mal, and this deer. Is, this is news to you too? Yeah. We're all learning something today. Two two people who know you best. This is the first we're hearing mm-hmm. this. Especially because owls are very big this year, Matt. <laughs> Are they? No, that's an ongoing joke that's between a Matt and I. Terrible <laughs> okay. old joke. Well, no, like of all the things in the woods that can kill you—mountain mm-hmm. lions, bears, mm-hmm. snakes—you uh-huh. choose owls. They get into your hair. They'll steal. They'll no, that's steal bats. They'll steal the scalp right off your head and then fly it back to their children. And deer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's speared by a deer, man. They got head spears. Don't look at me like that. Like I'm crazy. Deer I'm, I'm will fuck you up. I'm glad. Oh, I thought you were talking to Mal just now. She should be looking at you like you're crazy because oh, you're I talking am. crazy talk. Uh-huh. You're. So, okay. So you won't go to the sea. Nope. Or nope. the woods. Nope. Yeah. So you, that's about 95% of the Earth's surface yeah. now. Yeah. All right. Why is this and news? You in, oh, and you live in the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. possibly the most forested area of this entire country. Forested and seed. Yeah. Yeah. We're on a coast. So mm-hmm. there's that. Uh, All I can think about is is that that documentary that I haven't watched yet, The Staircase, in which the guy obviously pushed his wife down the stairs, but claimed an owl <laughs> got her. Yeah. Oh, that old defense. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Owls are always pulling the scalps off of people and then pushing them down the staircase. Where yeah. Did, where did the scalp thing come from? This they've, is new information. They've got talons, Al. They're, yeah, so do hawks they, and and every like all kinds of birds have talons. Yeah, but owls are full of vengeance. Yeah, don't tell Matt there actually was an owl in Bush Park in Salem that would just steal people's hats off their heads. They're going for the scalp. <laughs> yeah, they just like hats. They missed it and got the hat. And people were like, "Don't go in twilight. They'll steal your hat." <laughs> so that's that's the local legend that you grew up with. Is this the hat stealing owl? <laughs> I mean, it was in the newspaper, so I assumed it was true. <laughs> place needs some fucking so- owl exterminators. <laughs> I didn't go to that park. It was full of syringes. <laughs> well, the owls left them behind because they were shooting up. <laughs> That's what was in the hats. Had <laughs> junkie owls stealing hats full of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. Oh. You get high, you start stealing. The owls leave the money in the garbage can, and then they steal the hat full of drugs off the dealer's head. Wait, so are they buying the drugs from raccoons? Yes. Okay. Raccoons <laughs> definitely make drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I can true. see that. With, with, their tini- with their tiny hands. <laughs> with, with their tiny, like, grasp, mm-hmm. that grasp and grip. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Now, now, I'm, now I'm with your disgust. Yeah. The owl thing, you're on your own, but I get the raccoons. Ugh, raccoons are horrible. Yeah, they sure are. Uh, anything else about this show? Oh, though? right. 
Yeah, Matt, did you have with your notes uh, here? I don't see anything else. What about you, Mel? Um, no, just I like it. It's a good show. It's on Netflix. Y'all should watch it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a hell of a commitment. But yeah. It is, but it's, it's fun and goofy. It is. And there's Hot Boys. That was going to be my other reason uh, for for choosing mm -hmm. the show. <laughs> I, we were we said it was the Tjord defense, which mm -hmm. was cute boy, cute boy, cute boy. Yep. Sure. Slash the ugly one defense, <laughs> which is like, I have a crush on everyone. Yeah, I can see. I mean, you know, there's only two main ones at this point, but mm -hmm. that, they're they're both crushable. They're very crushable. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's a good show. You guys, y'all should check it out. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed okay. Al didn't hate it, but I'm also <laughs> glad at the same Why? time. Why would you do that? I like you, Mal. Why would you, why would you want to do something I wouldn't like? That's, that's just mean. Well, I figured it would, it would lead to better comedy. No, we, we, we've both suffered enough this season. That's of, true. Uh, of pa. You did We're watch not quite done suffering it either. There's one, I keep forgetting there's one more Patreon suggestion that's going to be a little rough. Oh, God, that's right. Yeah, you guys did watch Greatest American Hero. Uh, yeah, we sure did. I, I the, when when you guys asked me to be on the show and I was like I get to choose it. I there were times I was like I could pick something really bad. You could have picked Spooky Links, but then then you got to watch it too. Uh, that's true, but I like I thought about um that that one show, The Tripping the Rift. Oh God, Tripping the Rift is such crap. Uh, I remember liking it when I worked at Hollywood Video and like and all that stuff. I was like, you know what? I want to watch Supernatural. I'm a mm -hmm. I'm a I'm a I'm a do them good because mm -hmm. I'm a good friend. Yes. No, it it turned out it turned out way better than I expected yeah. for sure. So, next time you guys do this, we'll watch the second appearance of the Ghost Hunters. <laughs> no, we can't we can't like we we're only doing each show once because yeah. otherwise there's then someone could blindside us with the greatest American hero again. We're yeah. not, oh, that's no. a good point. Yeah. Good we point. are marked safe from from supernatural. <laughs> if we got to watch more crap, it's at least going to be new crap. Right. Oh, exactly. that's fair. Well, okay, I'll save Trip in the Riff for next time. Oh, you guys invite me on. There's about to be more Star Trek than we know what to do with. Also. That's true. Yeah. So this may never happen again. Yeah. Hopefully not. I would rather you guys talk about a thing you actually like. Yeah, us too. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that the show was about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've, we've been off our message for almost an entire year now. I'd love to go back so to what weird. we were doing. Yeah. Yep. Like Disco season three or season two ended in like March, I think. We've yeah. We've been doing this since then. Been a long Ooh. time. Yikes. Yeah. What's, what's been your, uh, the favorite? show that you've watched that someone has made you watch oh boy i'd have well, to think about it for a minute made us like, watch I, uh... I was like maybe this this may be a better one for for a supplemental but uh i liked yeah. alienation a hell of a lot okay. yeah alienation was a lot like i remembered loving it at the time and i was like well this can't possibly stand up and yeah. it's still pretty good yeah that that might be yeah yeah like of the ones that i wasn't sure what i was gonna think no that was a few... that was a surprise that one yeah uh max headroom also quite good yeah that was good yeah and everything else I liked was stuff I knew I was going to like mm -hmm. going in. Like, uh, uh, I knew I liked that episode of X-Files. I'd seen it before. Yeah. And ba Batman 66, obviously. Yeah, of course. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and I, I know Matt's least favorite so far has been Greatest American Hero. <gasps> Same. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I saw Jason this week and he apologized for it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, look. He he donated money. He, like, he, pay, he paid for that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, yeah. it's not like he was trying to to be a jerk he's just like no I, this is what i wanted you to watch yeah. I, don't, I don't blame him no you blame the 70s and cocaine yeah uh, and robert uh, wagner uh, was robert wagner the one in that show maybe might have been anyway uh, i try to think about it anymore the, uh, the other guy from i spy who wasn't bill cosby i don't mm. remember gotcha and have you guys had to do roswell yet Oh no. my god, no. Alright, I'll save that one if you guys ever have to do this again, you invite me back. Oh 
god. I don't wanna. I don't wanna do anything else. I wanna go back to Star Trek. I wanna go home. <laughs> I'm sorry for what I'd done. <laughs> also, come on, we did four seasons of Enterprise. Why do we have to watch anything else back? Yeah, ever? seriously. Uh, I had a coworker who was else. trying to defend Enterprise to me, and I was like, nope. nope. I saw what it did to Matt now. Oh god, it's oh it's... You cannot say we did not put the time in to craft those opinions, you know? Like Oh, I know, because... I was there. Because week after week, it was the same thing. And yeah. we kept trying to think of new ways to say it because otherwise it would have been, you know, uh, 40 weeks of us making the same jokes and complaints over and over again. Yeah. We had to, we had to keep thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, oh. yeah, because he, I, I was telling a coworker at my new job about your guys' podcast because sure. I'm always, you know, repping the brand. <laughs> and he was like, wow, they watched everything. I was like, yeah. He's like, what was their favorite? And I was like, probably DS9. Yep. Mm hmm. And he's like, that's the correct answer. And I'm like, yep. Good, good. Okay, good. And then he was like, was Voyager their least? I was like, I think Enterprise. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Voyager was stupid, but at least we liked the cast. Yeah. Like, you could respect the captain. Yeah, Voyager also, was stupid, but I, like I talked about, they had like decent ideas that just weren't executed yeah. well. And I could name 10 good episodes of Voyager. I could not name one good episode of Enterprise. I will go back to this again and again, but uh, season three of Enterprise did not have a single good episode in it. No, because it was one long story, yep. and once they committed to that shitty thing, it was just the same shitty thing for 25 weeks. Just 23 episodes of crap. I'm yeah. sorry, guys. Yep. Yep. You know what? Well, you guys are the real heroes that we need in these trying times. You know, the word hero gets thrown a lot on this, around a lot on this podcast. but uh, mm -hmm. Not all heroes wear capes. I mean, well, Matt's wearing a cape, a cape but... It's true. Yeah. You would look great in a cape. <laughs> like a Dracula cape, or like a... Uh, like a warlord cape. Who are you talking to? A Batman cape. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Duh. Aren't he'd I be, the asshole? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he'd be, um, he'd be Ben Wyatt in that one episode of Parks. Yes! I don't know if he likes that, that particular Batman costume. It's not my favorite. Yeah. That's what no, I but, I, but I'm picturing that setup of you in a full <laughs> Batman costume sitting there looking sad. <laughs> I don't, I don't wish sadness upon you, but it's just a funny image. Sad Batman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh. All right. But next week, yes. I believe we'll be doing something pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, Vishal will be joining us. Ooh. And he has chosen, we're, we're in the current decade now. Like, mm. This is this was Mal's choice for the, the previous decade, for the O's. We're in the 10s again. Uh, uh, Vishal has chosen Bravest Warriors, which <gasps> is the, fo the follow-up show oh, geez, to Adventure yeah. Time. Catbug! Yes! And this show uh, has, like, micro-episodes, so mm -hmm. we can actually do the entire first season, and it's only an hour. Oh, wow, okay. So we are we're doing the entire first season of Bravest Warriors next week. Cool. And it doesn't violate our don't do a 90 minute thing because they're very short. So yeah. Michelle will be joining us for that. That that should be a lot of fun. Uh, Mal, anything you want to promote, like your Twitter or anything? Um, I'll, let, let's do my Instagram. Yeah, sure. Um, if you guys like crafty things, uh, Stitching Geek uh, mm -hmm. on Instagram. Uh, I haven't posted in a while, but you do. I do post and I'm trying to get more following on there. So, yeah. Yeah, and if you want to stalk her, I'm sure there's a backlog of posts to look at, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Occasionally, Matt shows up on it. He he tends to hold my quilts for me. That's true. <laughs> well, that is that is the, the job of a good partner. It's mm -hmm. true. To be a quilt holder. Yeah. Yep, it's okay. true. So, yeah. And there's some nerdy right. shit on there, hence the name. So, mm -hmm. definitely check it out. Excellent. All right. Our website is ever posted on McCorror.com. You want to write to us, post it to McCorror at Gmail. We are on Twitter at Algar at Robot Matt. Please check out Endeavor. The season finale just finished. It'll be posting in a few weeks. We're yep. very excited about all so that. So good. 
and the show's not going anywhere. We have some plans immediately following that. Yep. So uh, so we're, we're going to keep going. Uh, but we're very excited about all that. USSEndeavor.com. Mm-hmm. And we will be back next week. Yeah. See you, folks. The Post-Atomic Supernatural Podcast is a co-production of Ron Algarwatt and Matt Robotham. Copyright 2019. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this until Star Trek comes back.